Good morning. Less than two weeks out from the federal election, Scott Morrison and Anthony Albanese have had their final showdown overnight. It was their last chance to go head to head before one of them is elected Prime Minister. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. It was a decisive victory for the Labor leader. It was, Jody. Good morning. Undecided voters in each state's most marginal seat picked the winner. 50% of those voters decided on Anthony Albanese, Scott Morrison securing 34% of the vote and 16% remaining undecided. The cost of living, wages and integrity, all key themes in what was the final showdown. A more civilised discussion. Gentlemen, we know you're not friends. (laughs) But can we be friendly tonight? Can we get an agreement? Thank Report you very much. Done. Terrific. Two prospective leaders facing off, keeping their promise for the most part. Mr Albanese's been an armchair critic. He's like that, that person on Monday morning who always says what should have happened on the weekend. And you know what? You never let that person run the team. And whenever this Prime Minister is confronted with any challenges, he blames the states, blames someone else consistently. The pair going head-to-head over the minimum wage. The idea that those heroes of the pandemic, those low-wage workers, they deserve more than our thanks. They don't deserve a real wage cut. You know, you just can't be loose with the economy with things like this. More fire over government waste. Our childcare policy cost is less than the $5.5 billion that you spent on submarines that just ended up with a torn-up contract. The waste that you have done... You don't support the submarine contract. This is the most... You don't know that you tore it up with the no, French. No, no. And an admission from Scott Morrison. He's it will be Alan Tudge. But after the election, would, yes, he would be happy to come clear. back and serve in the ministry, and I welcome that. 150 undecided voters across the country asked to choose the winner. At the end of the day, it's Scotty from marketing and a real man, and I'd rather go for Albo, who spoke from the heart. We know what uh, Morrison's done, and maybe not done, and uh, so at the moment... He's sort of got his nose in front. And to close the night, maybe the hardest question of all. We get that you don't like each other. However, surely everybody has one redeeming feature. Scott's absolutely committed to his nation. And I admire that. The thing about Anthony that I've always admired is that he's never forgot where he's come from. It comes as a new poll suggests that Labor is on track to form a majority government. This new poll showing that that Labor would pick up 80 seats in the lower house. The coalition would be reduced to 63 seats, one Greens MP, along with seven independents, showing that Scott Morrison has a big task ahead of him if he is to hold on to government. Jodie? Okay, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Dams are spilling, residents are flooded in and thousands are without power in Queensland's southeast as the weather emergency worsens. In Brisbane's west, locals have received texts warning them to be prepared for flooding. The city's ferry services were also suspended from nine o'clock last night. Wild weather battering the Sunshine and Gold Coasts has also forced beaches to close, with boats left sinking and stranded. Police in both New South Wales and Victoria are bracing for revenge attacks after a Melbourne-based bikey boss and his brother were gunned down in Western Sydney. High-ranking Comanchero Tarek Zahed is now in a stable condition after he was shot ten times at an Auburn gym. His brother Omar died at the scene.
They were informed last Thursday that their lives were at risk as they have been warned on countless other occasions and they decided to make the decision not to leave our state. Extra officers have now joined Strike Force Raptor to disrupt organised crime as detectives work to track down the assassins. A 15-year-old girl has been charged over a sickening schoolyard attack on a fellow student in South Australia. The incident played out at Wyala Secondary College on Monday. The 16-year-old victim is still recovering from facial injuries and concussion, while the accused has been granted bail to face the youth court next month. Euthanasia laws are a step closer in New South Wales after the Voluntary Assisted Dying Bill passed its first test in the Upper House. The proposed legislation was supported 20 votes to 17 and will now move to amendment stage. It's likely amendments will be debated next week. Craig McLaughlin has broken down in court, claiming he felt like a social outcast after being publicly accused of sexually harassing female performers. The actor is now suing two media outlets and a former co-star for defamation. This is typical of what goes on behind the scenes, according to Craig McLaughlin, with his co-star Christy Whelan-Brown in 2005. A distraction, he says, and a way to burn off nervous energy. I didn't know that it was sexual harassment. I didn't know how inappropriate it was because it was always a joke. 13 years later, she spoke to the media about what she says happened with McLaughlin while working with him on the Rocky Horror Show in 2014. He was directed to kiss down my neck, down my arm and then go down out of sight. But he would always kiss down my breasts. McLaughlin is suing her, the ABC and Fairfax Media, for defamation. When you watched the television report in 2018, how did you feel, he was asked. Devastated, saying he didn't see it until days later. These were allegations made by my friends. It was just too difficult. One of them was Erica Haynats. McLaughlin admitted he kissed her in her dressing room and told her he thought he was falling in love with her during the Melbourne season of the show. When the allegations were made public, he was on tour and immediately agreed to stand down. Craig McLaughlin said he became a social hermit and had to be smuggled out of Adelaide in a small plane to regional Victoria. Victoria before finally making it back home to New South Wales. I was caring for my 91-year-old mum. I would heavily disguise myself to go shopping for her. His voice breaking. On one occasion, my hat fell off. A woman a short distance away grabbed her children, protecting them, and looked at me with disgust. Eleven women will give evidence claiming they were sexually harassed and bullied by Craig McLaughlin. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. Victoria's health system is buckling under pressure with warnings that may get worse in the coming months. Emergency departments across Melbourne are at capacity most weeks, while an increasing number of people are left waiting for an ambulance. There are also concerns this morning over delays to treatments, with some hospitals reportedly rationing vital medical scan supplies due to global shortages. A quick check of sport now and a big blow for Carlton's top four hopes with Coleman medalist Harry Mackay ruled out for six weeks. Scans revealed the 24-year-old will need knee surgery after pulling up sore after the Blues win over Adelaide on Sunday. Boom Collingwood youngster Jack Ginevan is in doubt for tomorrow's clash with the Bulldogs. He is battling the flu. And Tom Liberatore may have found a new calling after his playing days, drumming up support outside Witten Oval to help boost Doggies' members. 
Anthony Melford's NRL return is set to be given the go-ahead, coincidentally against his old club. The NRL will give Milford the green light to debut for the Knights against the Broncos next week, seven months after he was charged with assault. Cam Murray's hopes of being ready for Origin 1 have been all but dashed. The Rabbitohs skipper had a shoulder operation and will miss at least three weeks, with the series opener four weeks away. South's fullback Blake Taff is in doubt for Saturday's Magic Round clash against the Warriors with the flu. Checking Thursday's weather now, rain in Brisbane heading for a top of 24 degrees, showers and 23 in Sydney, rain possibly heavy falls in Canberra heading for 17, a shower or two developing in Melbourne 19 degrees, cloudy 19 as well in Hobart, partly cloudy heading for 20 in Adelaide, Perth rain with possible heavy falls heading for 18 degrees and Darwin partly cloudy and 32.